0: Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, June the 29th. It is a special Thursday today. Today we celebrate the feast of the two great Apostles uh, in the life of the Church, two of the great foundations upon which Jesus Church will be built and spread throughout the world. Down into our own time from its very beginning. Today we celebrate the feast of Saints Peter and Paul. Both speak to us in their own particular way, and yet what they speak is both timely and timeless, and it reveals each in their own lives the great love, and mercy, and the call of Almighty God to each person. In their own particular circumstance our readings we have two readings this morning one centering on saint peter and one centering on saint paul our reading concerning saint peter comes from the gospel of saint matthew chapter 16 verses 13 through 19 matthew 16 13 through 19 and the reading concerning St. Paul is the second letter of Timothy, chapter 4, verses 6 through 8 and 17 and 18. Second Timothy, chapter 4, verses 6 through 8 and 17 and 18. Uh, it's uh, interesting to note that in both of these uh, men's lives, In the beginning, it would seem that they are the least likely to be called uh, to serve the Lord in the way in which they were. Simon, Peter, Simon is a a fisherman. He has no great formal training, no great education. He is a fisherman by trade. That's what he does. Uh, It's a good living. Uh, he provides for himself and his family. And um, he's very good at it. Uh, he has uh, the respect of the men. And uh, for all intent and purposes, uh, he is, we would say, a good follower of the Jewish law. And the Lord comes and calls him that day while he's fishing, taking care of the nets, the boats, and all of that. And Jesus says to him, follow me. And in our reading, we see that future role of what Peter will be. When Jesus comes into the neighborhood of Caesarea Philippi, he asks his disciples, who do people say the Son of Man is? And each one offers a kind of uh, the rumor of the day, or those what's going on in the gossip, the public opinion. Some say John the Baptizer, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, one of the prophets. And uh, all of those, of course, are, are incorrect. And Jesus says, and you, who do you say that I am? You are the Messiah, Simon Peter answers, the son of the living God. Peter is the one, Simon Peter. uh, He answers. He gives that profession of faith, that recognition of Jesus as not one of the prophets, but he is the last uh, and fulfillment of the prophets. He is the Son of God, the Messiah, the Promised One. When Jesus says to him, Blessed are you, Simon, son of John. No man has revealed this to you but my heavenly Father. And I declare to you, you are rock, Peter, Petros, rock, upon which I will build my church. And the jaws of hell, death, shall not prevail against it. I entrust to you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you declare bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. What you declare loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Here is Simon, raised up by Jesus himself, and he gives to him the keys of the kingdom, the authority, the first pope. It is to Peter, who will be the rock and yet we know that at a crucial time when Jesus is arrested when Jesus is taken into custody by the religious and political establishment the Jews and the Romans Peter denies our Lord three times and yet our Lord says, I will pray for you that when you turn again, when you come back, you will strengthen your brothers. Jesus knew that Simon Peter would deny him, and yet the Lord prayed for him. The Lord didn't abandon him, and he will go on to be martyred himself on an upside-down cross outside of Rome And we see in the life of St. Paul in 2 Timothy, Paul is coming to the end of his life, and he says to uh, Timothy, I am already being poured out as a libation. The time of my dissolution is near. He's facing his own martyrdom. He will be beheaded outside the city of Rome where there is the church church outside of Rome, Saint Paul, where he's believed to have been buried and martyred. He says, I have fought the good fight, finished the race, kept the faith. Remember that Paul starts out as Saul, a great persecutor of the church. In fact he's there supervising the first the first martyrdom of the Christian faith, Saint Stephen. They laid their cloaks at the feet of one named Saul. But on the road to Damascus, Jesus appears to him, the resurrected Lord, and tells him that his mission is to go and preach the gospel of the resurrected Christ to all the world. Simon, who will become Peter, Saul, who will become Paul, Both of those, the rock and authority of the church, given by Jesus. Saul, who will become Paul, the persecutor, the one who supervised the killing of the early Christians. He will become Paul, the great evangelizer, who will go forth throughout the whole of the known world, preaching, gaining disciples and establishing churches that Jesus Christ is Lord. Both of those, one denied, one persecuted, one Simon, now Peter, Rock, Saul, now Paul, the persecutor, becomes the evangelizer. Such is the way of God. Our past is never God's future for us. If we open ourselves, we open ourselves to the grace of God. For God's future is bigger than our past. If we have but the courage to walk in that future, to walk through those doors, the Holy Spirit opens, and down those paths, the Holy Spirit clears. So very often we may think the Lord will have nothing to do with us we're too sinful, we're not holy, we're not virtuous. We too often lock those doors and put roadblocks in those paths. But the Lord will persist. The Lord, in his great wisdom and love and mercy, sees what is is the potential within each of us if we but open ourselves to the Holy Spirit and let God's will be done and not ours. Not according to natural and human standards, but according to the standards and the grace of God, all things are possible. Today we know that the Church, in this time of great spiritual warfare, great spiritual warfare, more than ever, we need to pray for the church. And we need to do our part in our, own, in our own lives where the Lord has placed us, to be that rock, to be that resting one in the foundation of the church and live the teachings of the church, live the gospel in our everyday lives, within our families, our home within our public lives as we go about our daily activities, being faithful Catholics, being faithful Christians, because we rest upon the rock, of the apostles. We are to evangelize by our thoughts, our words, our actions. By living the gospel, we continue the work of St. Paul given by Jesus and strengthened in the Holy Spirit. So today we celebrate these two great saints, Saints Peter and Paul. They have so much to say to our own lives, our past, our present, and our future. Both will be martyred. Both will follow Christ completely in laying down their lives in communion with Christ, who laid down his life for us. Each of us, in our own way, are called to die to ourselves each day, to grow deeper and deeper in communion with Christ. Let us today, in that part of the world that the Lord has granted us and entrusted to us, let us be one with St. Peter, let us build up the body of Christ by our, own, by our own lives this day. Let us live the gospel that others may follow Christ, each in our own way in our own circumstance. But nonetheless, we stand on the shoulders of these two great saints, Peter and Paul. May each day we say yes, as they did, the grace of God. God bless you.